Welcome, I'm Amy Kelly, also known as the Ish Girl. What's an Ish Girl? She's someone who has humorous grace with herself after discovering she's messed up or flaked out again. Something that comes in handy if you're working with or raising middle schoolers. A former middle school teacher and mom to two teens of my own, I know the hair pulling, heart filling, crazy making, and joy filled experiences that come with teens. I created the In the Middle of It podcast for teachers and parents just like you who want to support and impact the teens in your life. Each week, I'll be sharing stories and strategies to encourage and equip you so that you can truly become the grown up your teens remember, a meaningful mentor who helped them find their way. Hey there and welcome. I am so glad that you're hanging out with me today because I have something special in store for you. If you are looking for ways to help your middle schoolers navigate all the issues that come up during this time of development, inspire them to express themselves creatively and connect with them in a more meaningful way, you do not want to miss this two-part series that I'm starting today. Teaching our teens to use their creativity is one of the greatest gifts we can ever give them. And for any of you out there who are thinking to yourself, but wait, Amy, I'm not, or my teen is not, a creative person. I'm just going to stop you right there and say to you one of the things that I've learned from Brene Brown. In fact, I'm going to use her own words. There is no such thing as creative people and non-creative people. There are only people who use their creativity and people who don't. Now, that doesn't mean that everyone is a painter or a designer or a writer. What it does mean is that everyone creates in their own way, whether it's creating a business or growing a garden or developing an app or creating a science experiment. You get the idea. Now, having said that, today I am going to be focusing on how to help your tweens and teens use their creativity in a pretty specific way. My guest today, Lori Getlin Watson, is the perfect person to help us do that. I've invited her to be on the podcast because she is a master at helping tweens and teens use their creativity. She's combined her 32 years of teaching experience. Okay, let's just take a break for a second and give her a round of applause because 32 years of teaching is amazing. Anyway, she has combined that with her art background to create a program that helps parents and teen and tween girls break down communication walls. She teaches teen girls how to use art journaling as a creative outlet and shows them a variety of techniques to choose from that helps them represent their feelings the best. Now, as a single mom to twin tween girls of her own, say that 10 times fast, Lori is right here in the trenches with parents and teachers just like you and me. It is her mission to provide tweens and teens with a safe and individualized method of self-expression and exploration of issues that they're facing today. And I am so excited for you guys to get to meet her. So let's jump in. I am so excited to have Lori Getlin Watson on the podcast today. She is someone that I connected with at a live virtual event that we both attended recently. And we connected because our missions are very similar and I love what she does. And I'm so excited to share that with you. But first, Lori, welcome to the podcast. And I would love for you to tell everyone just who you are and tell us a little bit, Lori, about what it is that you do and why you've started doing the thing that we're going to be talking about today. 
Uh, well, first, Amy, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to join you. I'm extremely thrilled to be here and to share with you. I am currently a teacher. I have taught for 32 years. And over those 32 years, I've taught students from first grade through 12th grade. And I really am drawn to young tween and teen girls because of the troubles that they find and that they meet during this developmental stage. And so I'm transferring and transitioning into a focus that's based on the developmental stages of tween and teen girls and the issues that they come up with and how to allow them to be able to communicate creatively and to find a method and a way to be able to express their feelings and to navigate those crazy paths that they have to head down. Right. I love that. The crazy path that they have to head down. So talk to me a little bit in your background as a teacher, which by the way, I'm so excited that you're a teacher. When we first connected and you shared that with me, I'm so excited because this is definitely a podcast that reaches out to teachers as well as parents. So I feel like you're part of the tribe already. And so talk to me about what you've taught, because I know just from watching the things that you're putting out there on social media and things like that, I can tell that you are very much a gifted artist. Is that, has that been your main subject that you've taught or talk to me a little bit about that? Believe it or not, I had wanted to start out to be an art teacher, but back in the day, 32 years ago, the arts were a fading epitaph of teaching and schools. They were fading out the arts programs. And so I decided to then focus on reading and reading specialization. But my passion has always been as an artist and as a creative type. And I went through school at MICA, Maryland Institute College of Art, during several summers. And I was a part of their portfolio program when it was time to look at colleges. So I've always utilized art in my classroom with my students in one way or another. I've always found that being creative is an outlet for our kids, no matter what age range, and no matter whether or not they feel that they are an artist, all students are able to be creative. Oh, that is beautiful. Like that, again, this is why we have connected so well, Lori, because yes. especially with the reading part of things, because I do think that reading and the arts go together because writing clearly is creative. And I also love your, I guess I would call it your worldview that everyone, and I, I would say all people, not even just all students, but all yes. people have a form of creativity in whatever they're doing and whatever job that they do or, or have, there's a creative component to it. And I think, but I think that's not something that we've been taught. And in fact, I remember the season that you're talking about where the arts was kind of, I love the way you put it, it was fading. And it was that whole like Mr. Holland's opus kind of thing where they were getting rid of the arts programs and things like that. And yeah. that was a favorite movie of mine back in the nineties. 
So I love that you found a way to still bring the arts into your classroom. And I feel like looking at what you're wanting to do with kids right now, to me, it is helping them understand that that creativity, it's not so much always about making a product as it is about processing what's going on inside them. So so talk to me a little bit about that. Talk to me about your process and what you walk girls through in the program that you have. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more because I'm super excited to share about the program that you're debuting at the beginning of 2022. So the process really is based upon what our young girls need today. Our road is so different from when we were growing up. The pressures, the social media, the friendship dramas, all of these things affect our girls at a much earlier age than what we think. And when I use the term tweens, that's going as young as nine. Yeah. Our yeah. girls at the age of nine are facing pressures, believe it or not, academic pressures that we never really felt as a child at the age of nine growing up in elementary school. And so my process is to allow young girls between the ages of nine and 15 to find their, I call it their creative voice. And finding their creative voice allows them to build self-confidence, self-awareness, self-empowerment, to be able to have an outlet in which to express feelings. They will be looking at different techniques, art techniques that help express all of these different issues that they face today. So they may be doing one art technique to help them express how they feel about a mean girl at school perhaps, and another technique that will help them express the feelings of, I want my independence, let me grow up. I love that. So you've really, you've merged almost this technical piece of artistry with the emotional piece of what girls are experiencing and the things that are developmentally appropriate for their age. I love that you're marrying those two things and showing that by using creativity to process what they're going through, it can almost kind of close the stress loop, if you know what I mean, like whatever they're struggling with it can kind of help them work that out. Yes. And you know how we used to have a, a diary when we were little? Oh, I still have one, but yes. Right? <laughs> and we had the diary with the locking key and it was all the writing. And then there were times that we would peter out, right? The writing would tend to stop. It would become overwhelming for us. Sometimes we don't know the words to use in which to express our thoughts and our feelings. So for what I'm providing our young girls with is an art journal and it's any book, any blank book, any notebook that they will then create in. And that's their own private space. That's like their diary, but it's all visual. There are words that they can use in it, but the whole premise is to have this visual diary known as an art journal. Wow. And I'm just thinking, because like I said, I have, I have always journaled. Like I cannot, I really truly can't remember a time before I could actually write that I wasn't journaling. 
And I am just thinking what a treasure trove these art journals will be for these girls as they grow into adulthood and look back and to be able to share with their own kids eventually. I mean, obviously it's got its own value and power now in the moment, but it's just kind of like that gift that keeps on giving, I think. Yes. So with our kids growing up in the digital age, is do you cover anything with like graphic arts and things like that where where maybe they can do their journaling in on the computer or on an electronic device or anything like that? Or is this just purely pen and paper or, or physical? Okay, not just pen and paper, obviously, but you know, scissors and paste. And that's a great question. Currently, it's just the physical aspect. It's getting dirty with paint. It's using any materials that you have at home. You don't have to buy expensive art materials to do this. Things such as tissue paper from wrapping, mm-hmm. glue, pens, paper, newspaper, yeah. newspaper, books, even books. Yeah. I have an art journal that I use an old book that I bought at a thrift store and the pages are the backgrounds for me and I build oh. upon that. But I think having the physical and tangible ability to follow the lessons, the art lessons that I'm teaching for the technique is a part of the process because it's one thing to use a computer and to digitally alter something on a screen. It's another thing to pick up a paintbrush and bang it against your hand and have splatter paint all over your page as an expression. Right. I think that the tactile would be very valuable, but, and that's why I was curious because I know <clears throat> my own kids, that would be a question that they would have for me with something like this. And I love the idea that the tactile is part of this. It's part of the process. There's something about, for me, there's something, I, I don't journal on the computer. I, there's something about taking a pencil and putting it to paper that just the act of that, there's something about how it just gets things out of my head so that it's not swirling and crazy there and, and puts it on paper where I can kind of flush it out a little bit. So I love that it's a very physical thing that you're doing as well. And the thing I think you could appreciate as well, Amy, is that there are so many of us who we just need to hold on to the book when we're reading it. We can't necessarily read it on an electronic device And having the physical art journal also allows for our young girls to take that physical journal and to sit down and curl up on the sofa with the parent and to share it with them if they're comfortable and use their art as a method and a vehicle to open up conversation with their parents about things. Okay, thank you so much, Lori, for being with us today. I am so excited to share the conclusion of our conversation in the next episode when we're going to be talking about how our teens and tweens can use their art journals to communicate with us or not. I hope you can join us for that. Now, in the meantime, I would love for you to check out Lori on Instagram and give her some love there and follow her. And I want you to be sure to sign up for the free class that she's offering later this month. You can find links to both of those things and to Lori's website if you want to know more in my show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP 147. Okay, friend, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. I know that it's one of the few resources that we absolutely cannot renew. So I'm grateful that you chose to spend your time with me and hang out. 
Now, if In the Middle of It has been helpful to you in any way, I would love for you to leave a rating and a review on Apple iTunes for the show. It is the absolute best way to help others just like you find the show and its resources. And if you go to the episode there or any episode there, probably within the last 10 or so, I have very specific instructions on how you can leave a rating and a review if you don't know how to do that already. Okay. All right, friends, from an ish girl who is so very grateful that all four of us in my sweet family tested COVID negative after we were exposed over the holidays and hopes that each of you is hanging in there as this Omicron thing surges. I am so glad to be in the middle of it together. 